Unfortunately, 89 cannot join us, so the old heads are going to hold it down like how we do. Uh, full slate of topics, uh, some NFL, some pick six talk. Uh, we're going to talk about the recent uh, happenings, breaking news, uh, so to speak, that came out of the NCAA uh, in regards to the athletes and specifically out of California. So um, I'm not sure if it has spread throughout the nation yet, but California is the first state with this groundbreaking news, so we'll get into that. And I just got a couple of topics that I'm going to touch on with my boys, a couple of questions I got to ask them in terms or in reference to uh, the first week of the NFL season uh, that we saw. But first, let's start off with the pick six. Uh, week two, we have a few games as we were looking through the list. Um, not going to say they're the best of matchups, but there were some interesting ones uh, that we came across and that we thought would be fitting uh, for today's pick six. So... Gentlemen, I'm going to get right into it, and I'm going to get into the first matchup, a divisional matchup coming out of the NFC North, the Minnesota Vikings at the Green Bay Packers. Talk to me about it. I got the Packers win this game. Um, home game for the Packers. They are 1-0, right? They beat the Bears? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they beat the Bears uh, at home. Burley. I think uh, this, is a, this should be a... A get back game for the Packers offense. It was it was it was ugly last Thursday versus the Bears. I know Aaron Rodgers been hearing his name being slandered hmm. all week. How the Bears got his number, how the Vikings got his number. I think I expect a strong game from Aaron Rodgers, strong game from about nice bounce back game for that offense. And I got the Packers winning 33-28. Nope, that's way points for the Vikings. I got <laughs> I got I got 33-24. I am on the other end of the spectrum. I'm going. I'm going Vikings on this one. Mm, the purple on. people eaters. Yeah. On the road. Talk to me about that. Tell I me mean, why. It's a division game, so it ain't really on the road like that. And Minnesota play in the elements. Oh no, they got the dome too now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's September. The elements ain't crazy yet in Green Bay. At least I don't. I don't think they are, unless the forecast is something different. But <laughs> I got. I think that Vikings defense is too turnt right now. Xavier Rose just came off week one telling Julio, relax. Relax. That's not what we do here. <laughs> and I think he's going to do the same thing with Devontae Adams. And I don't believe in Geronimo Allison and the rest Marquez. of Marquez Galvin. <laughs> I, I don't really believe in that yet. I do believe in Aaron Rodgers, but I just think that Vikings defense with Xavier Rhodes, Harrison Smith, Anthony Barr is there, right? He's the one that broke his collarbone last mm-hmm. time. I just think that defense is going to be too much for uh, this new uh, head coach, Matt LaFleur. I think, uh, yeah, Mike Zimmer is going to throw a lot of different schemes at this Matt LaFleur offense. Granted, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to see what's coming, but I just don't think he's going to have enough. I think Devontae Adams is going to have a quiet night. So whoever has him in fantasy, you might want to look elsewhere. <laughs> I don't see him having a breakout game. But, again, it is a division game, but I don't see it going to get into the 30s. I think I got the Vikings 24-20. Kirk Cousins is going to do just enough for them to win the game. Mm. And I think it's going to be a lot of Dalvin Cook. Because I don't know who's playing defense on the Packers. Besides, the Packers besides, better, though. besides Martinez, the linebacker they got out there. The defense looked a lot better last, on last uh, Thursday. I mean, granted, the Bears, uh, Trubisky does stink. I'm about to say yeah, it. Yeah, Trubisky. <laughs> I respect though. Cousins a little bit more than he that. Much, he, much, he ain't much better. He's that, no, he's, he's, very, he's very much better. <laughs> we'll see about that. Yeah. You just hate Trubisky. So okay. I hate Trubisky and, and Cousins. I hate both of them. Yeah. My stink list. <laughs> All right, respectable. Uh, I like those scores. All right, let's jump to the next matchup. We got the Seahawks uh, going in uh, the pit. Going into Hines, face my boys, the Steelers. Uh, told me about the game. I mean, I know y'all are not high on pits, so I'm actually assuming that I'm about to hear two Seahawks predictions. 
So, uh, start me off. E, talk to me. I'm going Seahawks. Yeah, definitely. Bigger. <laughs> <laughs> bigger, yeah. I, I know, but I have the Steelers winning the division. I just don't have them winning this particular winning the game. game. Yeah. I just think the Seahawks are the better matchup. I just think Russell Wilson is about to – he always starts slow. By week four or five is when he gets the ship going. Yeah. It takes and a little while to take off. Yeah. <laughs> So, I think if there, if there is a game for Pittsburgh to steal early in the season, this should be it, being that they're playing at home. But I think the two people we need to worry about is the defenses. The problem mm-hmm. with my steal the Steelers is that their back end of that defense, outside of Joe Hayden, really doesn't have much. So, if Devin Bush and the rest of the linebackers can get a lot of pressure on Russell Wilson, which I don't think is going to happen, per se, because Russell knows how to get out of trouble, the Steelers don't really have a, a a chance to win this game, in my humble opinion. And I think Damian Clowney is extra motivated. He had a good first week. I think he's going to continue it in the same fashion in week two. So I see a score of um, – I also don't think this is going to be a run-em-up type of score because uh, both defenses are respectable. I, I could see the Seahawks running off with it if they start early, like 14 zip. <laughs> if, if it's one of those games. But – I'm leaning towards 27-20 in favor of the Seahawks. I don't see it as going to the 30s. I see this game getting ugly. Quick. <laughs> <Huh? laughs> I, I know this will go Getting ugly. I just, yo, why? I, I mean, granted, I can't base the Steelers off of what I saw last week because that is Belichick and his schemes, but... It wasn't yeah, pretty. Nah, I'm throwing, it I'm pretty. throwing, I'm throwing last week in the garbage. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna throw it in the garbage. I mean, I'm gonna try to erase it from my memory, <laughs> but I'm not gonna throw it in the garbage because that's still indicative of just like why can't like that's that's indicative of New England literally having their number and just whipping up on y'all every time y'all face. <laughs> like so, like at some time, I expect pride and just you being a man and a football player. To kick in at, at some point, like get to Brady, get like what, what, remember Combs talking during the two goal fantasy show how Lamar Jackson he ain't seeing nobody just sitting there and patting the ball as long as he does for five seconds in the pocket. Like that's Brady, what Brady though. was doing versus the Steelers. Like just literally sitting back there picking apart with Philip Dorsett. Like Chilling. it was it was unprecedented. So like I like the the real thing for me and kind of what Combs alluded to last time we spoke it was. The front seven. Like, the front seven needs to get some pressure on people. Like, someone maybe give the secondary just a little. Granted, the secondary ain't great. Not, I'm not giving cutting them no slack, but. That's been a damn. sore spot for yeah. about four yeah. or five years for well, you. Unfortunately, this week they got a quarterback that can move now. That can move. You're going to be pressure. And all right, what's what's going on? Going to dance a little bit in the pocket. Yeah, so yeah. it really up to TJ Wide and people to keep it contained. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let Russell run, run wild. And I don't think y'all can win unless James Conner gets going. Because, like, I think. The play action is big for, for is. the other receivers. I mean, I still got to see. I still got to see James the. the I still got to see the, the juju that the Eve told me about, Mister. Oh, I still got to see it. I still got to see it. You I really was, got Stephon I was gonna stuff on Gilmore. Like we said, we're not going to base right. everything, the numbers so, and everything. Let me see I'm not something because I know I know who don't have it. That's that's Mockery. He can't catch. Mockery <laughs> don't have it. That's Stonehand Academy. I never was a fan of Mockery. Well, apparently, be better. Unfortunately, I'm just mad. He's a third receiver. Is so, he a third? Look at number one receiver last week. He kept going passes, just dropping them all, but. If uh, it looks like if teams if teams gonna take Juju out the game and focus on Connor, then you guys need James Washington and Vance McDonald and Moncrief to show up, and I gotta see that. So until I see that, I'm doing with the, the Seahawks. I'm I just you got the secondary's a problem for the, for the Steelers, so I, I'm 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 looking at Ty Lockett to catch one of his four passes a game <laughs> and go for a touchdown. I'm looking at DJ Becklack over here just, just catching passes like I I'm like did you have surgery like two weeks ago? <laughs> so, back, and my boy Chris Carson about to run that rock. Know that, know that. So I got score of, I got score of thirty fourteen. Damn, you got to shellack him, <laughs> shellack him. <laughs> I'm not gonna you lie, you got to wear those fourteen coming garbage time. <laughs> I, I got, I got two early Chris Carson touchdowns, and then then it was just, just punch and punch him out. You go, you see Ty Lockett, one of them things. Okay. I can see, I can see Seattle defense scoring one, maybe. I can, I can see, that. see that. I can see that happening. I can see that. Because right. I can see Big Ben trying to prolong a play and getting, Typical. Uh, and yeah. getting the boom laid on him and fumbling. <laughs> I want to see the offensive, offensive MVP show up from last year. The yeah. team voted you do offensive MVP and slapped AB in the face. Oh, God. I want to see them. I want to see them show up. Let's, let's, let's not promote and pump that narrative, but... <laughs> nah, it's time for Juju to step up. No, it is. It it's is. Time. At least this week. Like like you said, week one, it was an they aberration. Need him. They need him. Because I'll put it this way. If he's not the guy you said, 
it's going to be a long season for the Steelers because, it it, like I said, it ain't Moncrief. I say that. It ain't Moncrief and it ain't James Washington. So, yes, Juju does have to step up and show that he's from that, like, elk of just, you know, number one receivers. He would be the first receiver to flunk out a wide receiver, you. Facts. Facts. I'm flunking, he's not going to flunk out, but I don't know if he's a true one. I don't, I don't know yet. I, it's, I think, it's, it's yet I to think be seen. he is. I think it's yet to be seen. This potential, we've seen flashes, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see come Sunday. All right, let's go to the next matchup, uh, NFC chip rematch from last year. New Orleans versus the Rams. And uh, New Orleans is actually heading into L.A. to face the Rams for uh, this Sunday game. So, gentlemen, who's uh, coming out the victor on uh, during this matchup? The, 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 the New Orleans Saints will get revenge for last year's terrible call. It won't be this week, though. <laughs> I got the Rams winning this game. Uh, home game for the Rams. Uh, the, I, I didn't like what I saw from the Saints defense last Monday against uh, Texans. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to lie to you. I did not like what I saw. And with a better offense in the Rams, I, I'm gonna go with the Rams here. Uh, I think Gurley gets back on track. He had a nice game last week. But I think the, I think he gets some touchdowns this week. Um, I think as Cooper Cup gets healthier, the offense will look more fluent. And you saw they did try to work him in. Like he got a like he got a lot of targets. He last did. Game. He did get a lot of targets. Not much chunk yardage, but you know he yeah. got the looks. So they they were looking to you know just work him back in there slowly. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it does kind of ramp up. You know at least this week and in weeks to follow. I'm gonna go Rams. 34-32. Oh, you got a barn burner. Well, the two are good offenses here. Like, you're not, I'm, I'm not impressed with either defense, really. Like, <laughs> both defenses have, can, be, can get got. So, and, and two high-talented high, high um, talented offenses here. So, I spent some points to be put on the board. Uh, I'm going to double down with you. I got the Rams as well. I just think um, right now for where they are, it's, I think this game comes down to coaching. And... Based on what I've seen, I trust Sean McVay a little bit more than Sean Payton. I'm call that right play at the end of the game. Because mm. to this day, I still don't understand why Sean Payton was throwing when it was, what was it, third and inches <laughs> or like yeah, two? Third and short, and definitely. Th- third, third and short, he's throwing the ball into the dirt. Drew Brees <laughs> at that. So I just don't understand that. I just think when you look at both offenses, the Rams have more, whereas the Saints, they spread the ball around. I just don't know if Kamara and, um, excuse me, uh, Michael Thomas as your two main go-to guys is enough. I just think the Rams have a lot more weapons when it comes to running the game and throwing the ball. And Goff can also take off too. Like He's not somebody that's just going to sit in the pocket and wait for something to go down. I think he also has that scrambling ability. And um, – I just think they're going to continue from where they picked off last year, the greatest show on surf. So I just got the Rams, uh, 35-34 Rams. Oh, yeah, both picked some uh, ball birders here. Yeah, this is the game of the week. This is the, mm-hmm. the game you want to see. You want to be at home, 4.30, cracking a brew, <laughs> eating some chicken. Watch Camaro do go, go to work. Yeah, make sure you pack your bag from earlier in the day for your for Monday morning commute. <laughs> <laughs> because this into the Eagles Falcons game is gonna be a good a good day of football. All right, respect, gentlemen, respect. All right, uh, speaking of Philly, perfect segue. Philly versus Atlanta for the next matchup. Uh, Philly heading in to the dome down there in the A. Um, where we at with this one? Let's start with the resident Philly fan. The Bird Bowl. Yeah, oh, yeah. it is the Bird Bowl. The Bird uh, Bowl. Yeah, we go, the Eagles gonna take this. Eagles, Eagles <laughs> taking this. Come on. I watched I watched Matt Ryan struggle against uh, the who they play last week the Vikings yeah the Eagles got better defense than the Vikings I think we out here I second I know our secondary is washy <laughs> wishy washy yeah. they need some they need some work but in their defense half of them tore their ACL yeah. last year I expect a big game from I expect another shootout actually I expect a lot big game from Julio big game from Calvin Ridley big game from Matt Ryan I just think the Eagles are a better team we have more uh, depth uh, we have so many so many weapons on the team. Alshon, Miles Saunders, Zach Ernst, uh, Darren Sproles, Jordan Howard. You know, I mean, we just got we just come at you with so many different so many different ways. And I got the Eagles winning this game 28-24. This game is in Atlanta, right? It is. Yep. Yeah, nah, I don't I don't I don't agree with what you're saying. I just think after the Falcons put up a measly twelve in week one with that high powered offense. They'll get things back on track, and I think it's going to be a washing of the Eagles. Washing? You think the Eagles um, have the deepest roster in the NFL next to the Cowboys? I think it's between y'all two. But I just think this is one of those weeks where 
Matt Ryan and them is gonna remind cats, yo, this is what this is this is this is what we do. So I see a Julio Jones day. I see him having about buck fifty two touchdowns. What do you know? Big game from Julio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, big game. That, that secondary has no chance. Yeah, but buck <laughs> fifty two touchdowns, and I see Devontae Freeman getting getting busy too. Devontae Freeman. <laughs> I was gonna say, is he gonna is he gonna finally get going? First of all, he got yeah. he got very a very formidable front seven. That's fine. <laughs> That's what? Right. Freeman ain't going nowhere. That's fine. He's about to. He's probably going to get about seventy to eighty yards rushing, <laughs> touchdown. He's going to save five minutes on the, the bench. Hey, bro, I got the Falcons putting up about thirty-eight on y'all. Some shocks. I got like a thirty-eight to twenty-eight game. Mm. That's what I got. Devontae Freeman about to be past his prime. I don't know about. I don't know about that. Oh, no, I, 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 I think you might get some Edo Smith time, but Devontae mm. Freeman. I don't even. I don't know if his legs go forward anymore. <laughs> he's, he's, they don't even go backwards. <laughs> Jokes <laughs> off, or you being serious? I'm being serious. You watch that Was he? Did you play? The whole Falcons looked awful last year. So that's Smith. why I think this. Oh, uh, last year. Excuse me, last week. So that's why I think this week they're gonna pick it up at home. And Dan Quinn's seat might be getting hot well, if they go through another, through another bad season. I think. I think the game plan is gonna be. I, I actually. I don't think you're gonna run the rock against the Eagles, uh, Eagles like that. I think. I think this could be a throwing. I think they're gonna attack our weakness. Our, our throwing. Uh, our secondary. I definitely can see Julio have a huge game. I can see Elo Smith you know, being a, being a receiver, I mean, being a running back back there for, for passing plays against us. But I don't see them just 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 marching down throats like that. I don't see that, bro. I said seventy to eighty yards. That ain't marching in a in a in a full game. It's not much, <laughs> especially from a from a lead back like Devontae. Like yeah. you expect him to get much more. I just think that it's going to be a lot of bombs being thrown. That's going to open up the running game for him. All right. Because now they're going to be worried about Julio and Ridley and Austin Hooper as well. Hope you, I hope you're wrong because I'm playing because Chris Black got Devontae Freeman. I, wanna, <laughs> I can't see that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's take it over to Baltimore. Uh, we got the battle of the two running quarterbacks, uh, Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson, Arizona versus the Ravens. Uh, talk to me about this one, gentlemen. Uh, we saw Lamar Jackson last week, again, granted, versus a very weak and I don't even. I, that, I just want to say they just laid down uh, Miami. Miami uh, defense. So, I mean, talk to me about this game. Are we going to see more of, I guess, a progression from Lamar Jackson? Is he going to be able to elevate his team past Arizona, or is he going to kind of come back down to reality and we're going to see him back to beating his feet, running, running the rock? Arizona's bad, so <laughs> yeah. I think Baltimore is going to is going to have another easy one this week. Yeah, I think Arizona only tied because the Lions let up early. They got up early and then got a real vanilla playbook. Yeah, they, they they got it. They got into a Jason Garrett playbook. A real vanilla. I'm not a big fan of that coach. What's his name? The guy that came from New England. New England. Matt Patricia. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan either. Yeah. So they got real comfortable and then uh, Arizona started making plays because they are still professional football players. <laughs> I just think Arizona as a team in general is a very bad team. I don't even know who plays on that defense anymore. Yeah, Patrick Peterson serving four games for his PEDs. Mm-hmm. So after that, I don't know what's going on. Is Chandler Jones still there? He's there. He's hurtably, right? Oh, so you see, I don't know who's going to put pressure on Lamar Jackson or not do something similar to what he did last week. I don't think they're going to put up 50 on the Cardinals because they got heart. <laughs> but I, I see this as like a – I'm going 24-10. I don't see the Cardinals doing much. Maybe Kyler Murray throws for one touchdown on Larry Fitz. That's about it. But I do see the Ravens just going crazy on the Cardinals because that defense is probably a top five defense already. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to give a score because I agree with everything you said. I got 26-12, Baltimore. Yeah, I, I, that. I had 24-10, Baltimore. I don't see this being that much of a competitive game. Yeah. Okay. Start Lamar Jackson if you got him fancy. <laughs> definitely, definitely start him. I got Marquise Brown, but he got to wait a little bit. So let me just ask one question in regards to uh, Lamar Jackson. Do you think he actually has improved as a passer? Or I can't call it yet. You can't call it, no, okay. He hasn't, he hasn't seen a defense that I could really say, okay, he did something that warrants me to say that he's improved on his passing. Mm-hmm. He goes so go to a team. Uh, that, that's not indicative yeah. of what NFL football is. He can always throw deep, so I already knew he could do that. Mm. Okay, fair enough. All right, gentlemen, last game of the pick six. We got the Chiefs versus the Abilis Raiders. Uh, talk to me about this matchup. Chiefs going to whoop that ass. <laughs> Chiefs going to whoop that ass. Um, the Raiders had, the Raiders showed some fight, though. They showed some fight. 
I expect them to put points on the board because the defense is still in improve. So they're gonna they're gonna put some points up, but I just think the Chiefs is gonna score. They they can't keep up with that. I think the remember there's no there's no Tyreek Hill. That's cool. There's still Travis Kelsey and Sammy Watkins, Watkins and Devin Williams and Sean okay. McCoy and the Herman. What's his name? Herman. I think his name is a guy. Black. Uh, Combs just traded black. Herman's still there. Yeah, I forget his name. Yeah, but they got. I mean, it's, it's the Chiefs. They still have Mahomes too. Mahomes, Mahomes is still playing quarterback. So yeah, I got the Chiefs winning about. Remember the division game too. That's cool. Okay. I got Chiefs. I got Chiefs winning this game like thirty-two to. 24. This is in Oakland or this is in Kansas Oakland. City? It could be on Mars. We know, we don't, it don't matter where the, it don't matter where it's going to be. Mahomes throwing that rock. <laughs> what did you say the score was? 32-24. Say no more. This is my upset special of the week. I'm going Raiders. Uh-oh. Okay. Mahomes winning the MVP, but I think that Raiders, um, excuse me, that Chiefs defense is going to show up and let you guys know why Mahomes need help on that defensive <laughs> side. Frank Clark can't guard everyone. And he's really just strictly going after the quarterback. And I just got the Raiders, for some reason, I just got them winning this one. Because after this whole A-B shenanigans, I feel like they got nothing to lose now. They're playing, they're playing with, house, with house money. True. So I think Derek Carr, Terrell Williams, Josh Jacobs, he's, he's looking like uh, every down oh, yeah. he's, running back. Yeah, he's that guy. He's I just think that gonna, they're going to put a lot of pressure. So I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm going 35-30 Raiders. Mm. I got a lot of no Tariq Hill. Thirties, okay. Yeah. Week two, man. Defense ain't caught up yet. They still, they still it's, 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 defense is going to wake up around week around, around five October. <laughs> so yeah, around week five, week four. All right, fair enough. Um, let, let me ask a question about uh, the Browns. We saw them another we team. No, we we're gonna oh, right. we're gonna bring some things to the table because there's some things that need to be discussed as we saw from week one. Everybody's favorite team, everybody's Super Bowl pick here, and you know how like how you say they're, they're already being crowned. You know the Browns kind of got washed up. And, I know they did. Yeah, I mean, and and, and by a team and a, a player and quarterback that we don't think is good that we always how you what what what'd you call what stinks. Yeah, <laughs> what you call Mr. Stole stink. my name, Mariota. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, he does stink. He's been to the offs twice. That's cool. He stinks. So talk, 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 talk before we before you jump down the rabbit hole of Marcus Mariota and how he stinks. Talk to me about the Browns and tell like granted I know E you already think they're overhyped but do you like is there is there some cause for concern here because they they did they literally did not look like any offense to be scared of. Well, if they weren't playing the Jets and Monday, even their defense too, they weren't defense. playing the Jets Monday. Maybe because cause of scared, but without uh, Sam Darnold playing, it's be a shellacking. It should be a good a get back game. Just, they, they should be at one and one. They'll be fine, and we'll go. We'll move forward. I, I don't even know if I can fully assess what they are yet because I expect the Browns to whoop the Jets' ass on Monday Monday football without without the star quarterback. So, ask me this again in week three. I didn't I didn't see them against I didn't see them against another real team again because like the Jets oh, they're losing the Bills. No, 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 no. Don't 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 run like that. It's not really running. <laughs> don't run like that. If they, Sam Donald does the does the play defense. Okay, but Trevor Trevor doesn't play offense. Okay. I don't know what he does. No, what the the question is, you have Odell, you have Jarvis, Kareem Hunt is coming back, Baker's supposed to be that guy. You no. have Njoku. Sam Donald has nothing to do with that. Well, has well the Browns Put up points against the Jets' defense. Uh, yes, they will. The Jets' defense goes over the Bills. What I'm saying is that if if the if the if the, if the Browns whip the Jets, like I think they like think they should, that doesn't tell me anything. The Jets are injured. They have a lot of injuries, and they're but it's not on the playing. defensive side. Their, their defense that doesn't impress me. The Jets. I know Combs uh, kill kill uh, on the Jets' defense. They just lost to the Bills. All right, relax. <laughs> right. So like they should they should whip. Like I said, they should whip up on the Jets. Even even if their defense doesn't look good. I mean, even, excuse me, even if the Browns' offense doesn't look good, I expect the Browns' defense to, to whoop up on the Jets. Like, Trevor Simeon, give me a break. I expect them to lose. I expect them to win this game probably like 20 to 10, something like that. So, if that, if that happens, it doesn't tell me anything about the Browns at all. They, all, all you did, what you're supposed to do. You guys destroyed a quarterback that literally got thrown into the game, what, on Friday? This nasty, this nasty guy, fucking mono. Yeah, right. We're swapping people's nasty guy. Yeah, right. Over here, going wild in the city. <laughs> going nuts. All I've been saying is that I like the Browns. I don't think they're a bad team. I just don't think 
they're who people say they are. I think they're a 9-7, and 10-6 and six team at best. And I still have the Steelers winning the division. Right. So maybe they make the wild card, maybe not. But I just don't see what the Super Bowl or division champ hoopla is about. I really just don't see it. Okay, so we're not we don't we don't anticipate another three interception performance from Baker. No, I don't I don't I don't okay. think there's gonna be like that, but I wouldn't be shocked if they lose again. Okay. Because I think they they looking at it like we got the talent, so we should be able to win these games. That's mm-hmm. not how the games are played. You still gotta put your hand in the dirt. <laughs> We've seen super teams put uh put together before that did absolutely nothing. So I don't know why everybody thinks the Browns are going to be different when we've we haven't seen them make the playoffs since what, two thousand one, twenty nineteen. Yeah. And all of a sudden, with a brand new coach who's never been a coordinator, and a guy who's playing quarterback who thinks he knows everything under the sun, you're going to just go and win a whole bunch of games. Even Odell, like as great as he is, he ain't never won nothing. Same thing with Jarvis, he ain't never won nothing. Who's teaching these guys how to win? Who's done it? That that's done it before. Well, Doug, she's about to go to the playoffs. He's done that before. No, Eli did that. He's still on the team, though. He, he, he Eli did that. Okay, but he's still on the team. As much as I don't like Eli, Eli did that. Okay, but he's Eli's still on the team, though, right? Odell. Because, honestly, if we're if we, if we going to keep it a buck, if Odell doesn't make that spectacular one-handed catch, his profile will not be where it is right now. But he didn't catch. Okay. He's amazing. It was. So, you, he, no, he's amazing. I'm saying, so you just about how, how he could teach him to win. Like, Odell has been a winner. No, winning Odell has not won. He won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he's won a Super Bowl. No, he hasn't even won a playoff game. So we've been to play, the playoffs, though. We've been to the playoffs, though. Bro, this is like you played varsity for four years and made the playoffs your freshman year. I hate you. You teach the incoming freshman, yo, this is what we did in the offs when we got cracked. But this guy's who, <laughs> this guy's never been to playoffs before. Mike Evans didn't even seen the playoffs before. All See, right, exactly. Like, so he's, he's, he's a loser. Well, Mike Evans is now out here talking every, every chance he gets. He can't when he plays with fucking James Stinson. So who does Odell give reason to talk for? You ain't doing nothing. So he's, he, isn't he, he has the most receptions of a guy like year by year five something like that. Like he's, he's amazing. And and what and what has that gotten you? One playoff loss after you went on the boat. Got him deals, endorsement deals. Got him money. Nothing got to record, do with football. Got, got yeah. record. Got records. Nothing, got nothing to do, to do with, with football. He got him the ability to talk he though. Teach, he could teach people how to make money. I mean, and the, he ain't gonna teach them how to win. As a receiver, Freddie Kitchens ain't never won. Joe Dorsey, the GM ain't number one. To me, if you made the playoffs, like you're not, you're not a loser though. Like I don't look at football. You're a loser. I don't football. You 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 drop. You have four targets and drop all but one and drop the touchdown in the offs. I hear you. We still went to playoffs. So what are you? So what are you? So what are you teaching? How to get to the playoffs? Nah. No, Eli did that. I mean, yeah, he do that. He threw the ball to him. No, Eli Tom Coughlin taught you how to be a winner. Okay, so now you go teach them. Nah. No, he's not. My <laughs> thing is Odell's not cut like that to yeah. really teach anybody. Like, how you gonna teach how you, who are you gonna teach to win when you was before this playoff game that you lost and didn't show up? Fam, you you was you was in Miami on a boat six days prior to you learn like, from that. You're not con- I, I hope so. It's yet Did to, it's yet to be seen. <laughs> Think so? That's, I don't see that's that. yet to be determined. Like, yeah. But I'm not gonna rightfully just say, like, oh, he can teach people to win because he went to a playoff game. I can't say that. Because yeah. you showed that, it's you, not that you weren't even in the mindset to get ready for this playoff game. Yeah. So why do I think you're concerned about winning? It happened in the past. He's, he's, he learned from that. It happened, right? You learned from it. But I'm not but that's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna give you the benefit of the doubt and call you a, a, somebody who's gonna teach people how to win because you because you've been there one time. Like yeah, you wasn't I even ready. Who's you ain't on that up. team that's going to show players what to do when they go and get tough? Something that I saw in the shop today, like, yo, he's good, but he don't know how to lock in. Who locks in on the uh, Browns? Odell. Locks nah, in. Nah, come on, stop it. Nah. Locks in. <laughs> nah, nah, How's nah, not locking, nah, but he's probably nah, the nah, top nah. five receiver in the league. Nah, Y'all nah, hate nah, on nah. Odell right no, now. No, that's not hating. Hey, it's hate. <laughs> Who's stopping him? The bar just went over your head. <laughs> it went over your head. I say he's good, but he doesn't know how to lock in. Locking in would mean Odell's not dropping that touchdown on the off. That's about three years, four years ago. We talking about 2019. What are you talking about here? I'm talking about your resume. But that's what I'm saying. Right. See, that, and that's why we're not going to crown him because we haven't seen 2019 yet. So I'm not just going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Like, I see him catch what, the What I saw, what we saw, and there's proof and record of is that. Like, one catch. We saw you drives. at your most intense pressure. And you folded. That was like four years ago. I feel you. But now you got to prove it. That's the only time that was saying. Now you have to prove it. Yeah. Now you have to prove that you You are this winner. You're going to show up Monday night when you're running over the Jets. You're going to show up Monday night. A week two two game against the Jets with no Sam Darnold ain't proven nothing to me. Like, 
That's not that's not proving nothing to me. Like, yo, I need to see you maybe week fourteen doing doing something more. Browns maybe maybe that first week in the playoffs. Browns, if y'all, win, if they get Browns win the division. Okay. Who's in the division? No, we're not talking about that. Continue with your point. The Browns are going to win the division and what else? And go to the playoffs. Okay. And then, I don't know. And then, I don't and then, and then we're going to see Odell what? Play well. Okay. Like, I don't know what's going to happen at that point, but they don't go to the playoffs though. Okay. They, they go to the offs. All right, I'm, I'm not. Quick question. How much you want to put on this offs? You <laughs> put $50 on it? Oh, say no more. No, 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 not the offs. I'm sorry. Uh, the division. What? Fifty dollars too? Say no more. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Come on. You're all grown man shit. <laughs> yeah, I heard that here. Fifty cash on a division. I got the Steelers. 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 Hold up. Stealing. They stealing TV time. That's what he's doing. Stealing TV time. I'm happy they put that Browns game on TV. The Steelers. <laughs> About the old My eyes might have bled watching that nonsense. All right, uh, let me talk about another team. Probably a little too early. Like this is like one of those too early predictions, but it's a team people keep talking about potentially going to the playoffs. There's, there are actually a lot of teams playoffs pick, uh, Super Bowl pick actually coming out of your division, Coles, the NFC East, the Dallas Cowboys. We saw them whip up on the Giants last week. I think it was 35-17, if I'm not mistaken. It was. And, you know, we saw Dak out here literally just playing catch, like doing what he does, put up 400-plus. Zeke took a little while to, you know, get his legs under him, but still came out with a touchdown. So are you convinced that the Cowboys are poised to win a Super Bowl? Do you think that Dak has taken that next step for them to legitimately be talked about as Super Bowl contenders? Another, I don't know. They beat a bad team last week, the, the Giants. Barely even playing football. They, 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 they almost, they almost hand that, that with the uh, Miami. I don't know what's going on in, in, in New York right now. So I, I can't tell you, but you look good. And you got the Deadskins this weekend. Like they're gonna be two and zero. So I, let me know when they play a real team. What do they play week three? <laughs> you know, it pains me to uh, admit this, but Jerry, it's time to pay Dakota. And they played, he ain't bad. They, they played the Dolphins week three. They mean four and Yo, I told you Dak gonna be a top. I told Dak and and Mark Cooper with yeah. top five. See about week five. Yeah, I told the, you that. Their first, the first real test is the Saints, which is comes week four. It pains me to say this, but Jerry, it's time to open up a checkbook and pay Dakota. Give him that forty. Forty? Give him the forty. Give him that. He ain't bad. Give him that. I, I, he's not elite in my eyes, but he's got China playoffs two out of three years. We're in division. He's doing everything you're asking of him. You paid Zeke. You paid D-Law. You paid Jalen Smith. It's time to pay Dakota, Jerry. And as much as it pains me. Yeah, I was going to say, you only... sound very humbled right now, sir. Because <laughs> I got to keep it real. Like, I can't continue to hate on the man. I still think he's a marginal average quarterback. But his contract is up. Yo, he took over Tony Romo. Got to the promised land twice. Got playoff wins under his belt. Mm-hmm. Granted, I think a lot of it is because they put a very good roster around him. But the only reason why I don't have this team in the Super Bowl is Jason Garrett. Mm. I just don't believe in him. So your reservation is a coach. Yeah. I just don't. Unless the new coordinator, Keller Moore, is really who we think we are, like uh, Sean McVay type genius. Mm. And he could work around Jason Garrett bonehead play calling (laughs) or decision making. Cool, but as long as Jason Garrett is the coach, I just don't see this Cowboys team going further than the NFC Championship game. They have the talent to go to the Super Bowl. They really, they really do. But I just don't believe in Jason Garrett as a head coach. Okay. Right, another week one question. A um, little curious. Which I'm going to start uh, with the team. Which team most impressed you from week one? Uh, for me, it got to be the Titans. I didn't expect them to come out and put up 40. Yes, like forty-three is a lot. Yeah, I missed the week one game because I I was away. But I just looked at the stats and I said, "Okay, this is it's looking like it's going to be a real physical team. They're not just going to come and lay down." It looks like the Titans. And like I mentioned before, they've made the playoffs twice with Mariota, so I'm not sure if he's the problem or they just haven't put enough around him. But Corey Davis, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) You're a top ten pick. We saw John Ross last week. He finally showed up. Corey Davis, what's up? Mariota stinks. 
Cordae might sting too, but I don't think he stings. <laughs> he might sting. He, he might. I've seen him look good. Like I, I don't think it's him. I think if you go to the better team, I think we know who. I think you know his name. Mariota is trash. I'm not buying that. I just think Corey Davis is not like that. He may, he may, he may not be like that. He might be. He might be. He might be in that same Watkins category. But he's good. He's put him on the right team. I think Sammy Watkins is more sort of injuries though. He broke his foot twice. I think Corey Davis being held back by a I think a Corey fart Davis arm. is just not that good. Are you being held back by a fart arm? By a fart arm. <laughs> Yo. But hey, the Titans, hey. but the Titans surprised me. And, and that defense looked like it's gonna be a, a formidable defense this year. Colts? Um, I'm gonna go with uh the Colts. I thought the Chargers were gonna whoop, whoop, whoop up on them. I thought Brissett stunk. And then you had it. And they, they 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 fought. They fought with the Chargers. That was a good that was a good ass game. And Brissett has earned my he, he's earned his name Brissett instead of Brisket. <laughs> I I'm not trying to tell you that Brissett's not that bad. It's just now he knows like okay, this is my job. I'm not just gonna get yanked the first mistake I make. And he's had a a, a year starting under his belt. When Andrew Luck was hurt already. So I just think it was a matter of okay, now he knows he's got this troop. He can. Relax. They gave him a two-year deal. He knows he got this year and the start of next year at bare minimum to make it work. So I think once you're comfortable in a situation, you're more susceptible to be successful. All right. Talk to me about a player from week one that uh, most impressed you, that caught your eye, that kind of you didn't expect to really do anything. I mean, you did mention like a player like John Ross. I mean, we saw Hollywood Brown break out. You know, So talk to me about a player that caught your eye that really impressed you from that week one. I'm going to go with Marlon Mack. 25 carries, 174 yards, 174 yards, a touchdown. That's impressive. Yeah, no, he was working. He was that, working. That, yeah, that, that, was, that was a workhorse. Uh, that, was, that was a workhorse uh, mentality and performance that we saw from him. That young man was working. I, I throw Jacoby Brissett in there. 21 for 29, 109 yards. The, I mean, the yards isn't is anything to brag about, but the accuracy is there. 21 for 21 27. And if, if they're going to keep running the rock with Marlon Mack, as long as the defense shows up, they could win games. I mean, I don't know if Marlon Mack is going to do this every week, but if he gives you, even gives you like half of that, that's still very formidable. Milio. Um, I kind of don't want to put him here, but I kind of do. Every time I think he's dead, he rises from the dead, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to have a humble week one, you know, get his feet wet. Nah. <laughs> he said, yo, I'm back. <laughs> Eagles fans, I'm back. Don't worry. I missed the over the top again. That man, that man don't age. It looked like he still got the four three speed. Yo, for real though. <laughs> what is he like? Thirty two, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. How's he still running this fast at this at this age after all his mileage? But it looked like Wentz is more than happy to give him the ball. So I think I got to go with Deshaun Jackson. That surprised me week one. As you saw in my fantasy lineup, he was. Sitting on my bench, yeah, nice me and too. cozy. Me too. Don't, yeah. don't, 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 don't feel away. He was chilling on my bench with thirty three point four. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't that know happened. if this is gonna be the typical one week he go crazy, the next week he does nothing, and Zach was gonna forth. be. Zach was gonna be. This, the, all of, Zach Ertz. Is he, he was alive last week? Zach Ertz barely. Like, yeah. There's not gonna be one person on that team that just goes on every single week. That there's so many guys on that last team. Last year, Zach Zach Ertz was. Well, it's, it's a different year. There's <laughs> there's Alshon now. Well, he's, excuse me. There's Miles Sanders now. There's Darren Sproles is back. They got Deshaun Jackson back. Like every every time something someone different. The only person that probably gonna give you the consistent numbers is probably Alshon. He loves what's loves Alshon. All right. But consistently give you yards, but like yeah, I wouldn't expect anyone on that team to just eat every single week. Like Zach Ertz, like he's not gonna eat every week, but he might eat this week. To the Falcons. Yeah, D-Jax is always that guy that, like you said, he goes ham one week, then he takes the week off, or maybe two weeks off, then you, you sit I see him. him. I see him back before week four. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> so even a, even a game like we see them against, um, uh, what's it called, the Falcons, you don't think that has potential for him to kind of bust out again, being that... I, I mean, mean, it does, but like, we, all right, but... But you Sean, don't. You just don't trust it. Yeah, Sean Jackson. Sean Jackson. He's not gonna finish the season with eleven touchdowns. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> like, so like, even if he, even if he does go off against the, Fal- the Falcons, all right, that means that I'm not gonna see the next two weeks. Cool. But you already know that it's gonna. Uh, so one of the weeks is going. You're gonna. You're not gonna show up. <laughs> but it's not, even, not even. Excuse me. Not even him not showing up. They're not gonna throw the ball to him. Right. Me. So it's like. I mean, let's. I mean, that'd be crazy if, if he does that every single week. 
I mean, those guys, those, those kind of players only do that. Though. Like, like Brandon Cooks, Tony Jackson, guys just only go deep. You ain't catching deep pass every deep. You ain't catching deep pass every single week. Every game, yeah. Yeah. Alright, nah, I figured hey, that. Definitely scoring, you might catch like one of them. He ain't Randy Moss, you are. He ain't Randy Moss. Yeah, he certainly he's got, he can need, but six, seven, eight more inches to be yeah. Randy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he ain't Randy, he ain't Calvin Johnson. If he, if he was, that show might actually work a little bit better. Like, he ain't T.O., but he ain't yeah. Calvin, he ain't Julio. Like, yeah, too, too small of a, of a speedster. Yeah. Alright, uh, let's switch gears. Let's talk about uh, that uh, NCAA thing that I brought up earlier. And uh, I don't know if y'all have been paying attention, and by y'all I mean the people listening. Uh, the players, college players, are in line to potentially get paid. Now, this is only coming out of California as of right now, where uh, lawmakers sent a bill to the governor allowing athletes, uh, like I said, California athletes, uh, to hire agents and sign endorsement deals. So kind of setting them up, you know, to get paid off of their likeness, in, in a sense. So, um... We've seen that it's kind of gets a little sticky because, you know, not a lot of teams are, uh, not a lot of schools, I should say, or institutions are on board with this. Um, we know uh, some agents aren't really feeling it as well. So, I mean, let, let, let's, let's just dive into this whole topic. I mean, I know for one, for starters, it, it's, it's a good thing. I, I like it positively because, you know, finally, this is, it, this is literally all... I feel college players and the families and other advocates have been asking for. At least let them get some type of compensation. If you're going to use them and abuse them, let them get paid to some degree off of their likeness or, you know, let, let them set themselves up for future success if you're not going to guarantee them any money while they're bringing in all these millions upon millions of dollars into your institution. So, like I said, let, let's, let's just dive into this a little bit. Uh, just to give you, I guess, a little political aspect of it, the, the Senate bill uh, was passed thirty-nine to zero, so it was just a kind of clean, clean the uh, shot through bill that uh, went through. So, uh, Emilio, we'll start with you. You're the man who uh, brought this topic to the table, and you know, I know you uh, particularly like to advocate for these college athletes and them getting paid. So, uh, start us off and tell me how you feeling about this. I just think it's something that why is just one state. Uh, getting on board with this now. I, I, I just really don't understand this whole NCAA's uh, scam. This is probably oh, a scam. Thank you for saying it. It is a scam. Yeah, bro. it's a scam yeah. that's been going on for years now. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I've, I've lost count how many years. So everyone but the employees benefit from what's going on. So the NCAA is making hand over fist. The NCAA president, all the administrators, they're making money off the product that's being presented from these quote-unquote student-athletes. The administrations at these schools, at the institutions, they're making hand over fist. Mm-hmm. Athletic directors, coaches, assistant coaches, development coaches, administrations, administrators and tutors, they're all getting paid. Cool. Even the facility people are getting paid. The <laughs> custodial staff, the, everyone but the players. Cool, they're getting paid. Broadcasters are getting paid to cover college sports. Hell, you got six men at a table every Saturday morning talking college football on every different network, whether it's Channel 2, Fox 5, mm-hmm. Channel 7, ESPN, Fox Sports, uh, Telemundo, whoever. <laughs> they all getting a piece of the pie. And now you're telling me the student athletes that are putting the practice time, the game time, and whatever else they have to do to be eligible to play, they can't even make no money, and y'all selling their likeness and products? Come on, guys. I thought a slavery was done away with years ago. Like, this is Jim Crow without saying it. This is what this is. What this is. It doesn't make any sense. And you got people that, you know what? Steven Jack said the best. People that hate the truth always, always going to hate on something that's going to benefit other people. Because the truth is... If all of these players are student athletes, as you say, why are they being forced to go through a schedule that a professional athlete will have to be put through? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand it. And now they want to get reimbursed for something that you're selling them on, on, their, on, their, on their backs. You even have coaches that get upset when players leave early. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you upset about? They can't get paid at college. Half of these players are coming from situations where they got to get this money. 
It's not like they got mom and pop making $200,000 each, take care of them, got a nice home that they could go to in all off-season. Nah. <laughs> they got to go. Like, this this, this could be the, the, make, the make or break for them. So what is it, like video games like that? Like they could pay for like that kind of stuff? What was that? So what is it, like you said they could pay for the likeness. So it's like they use like jerseys. Uh, well, video games they 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 did away with that because people brought that up. Like so, I don't get paid, but you're gonna profit off my likeness in a video game that people are gonna buy. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I think the schools are getting money for that, but none of the players were seeing any of that. Mm-hmm. What they're gonna give you a bigger stipend for when you go on on uh, travel for your game? So what do the kids actually get? So with this bill pass, what are the kids actually getting? The kids they have right now. They in are the future, in the, in moving forward. Oh, if this bill passes, yeah. oh, they have the opportunity to make money yeah. off uh, they anything can hire that agents, represents which them. In yeah. turn, they can sign endorsement deals. Exactly. And do you know a lot of different things outside of NCAA restrictions? Yeah. So it's just opening just other avenues as opposed to the NCAA just opening up their wallet, which they clearly shown that they they don't want to do. So I actually like it, like yeah. obviously, like I actually like it, like shit. I, makes me want to go back in time and be a college athlete. Precisely. I mean that that's that's just to have that opportunity to to be, literally build your business from the age of eighteen. Like you can literally set yourself up like properly, even if you don't pan out athletically. You can pan out business wise, so it's yeah. like it's it's opening up different avenues, different ways for these in, for these athletes to think and go about you know being a being a college athlete, being a student athlete. I think so. I actually like it in in that aspect because these schools only care about you if you get famous. Yeah, true. All these student athletes that walk through those doors that never graduated or do graduate and don't become superstars in their sport, you think the school is knocking on their door? They don't care about them anymore. Oh, you did your four years, five, four or five years, however many years you did here. All right, thank you. You helped us win some games. In the meantime, we're going we're gonna to cut this check for our new head coach who stands to make $8 million a year. But there's no money for the student athletes. Yeah, between like coaches, athletic directors, it's like the money just stays. You got broadcasters leaping that's over. getting paid for college, for college sports. Dicky V is only doing college basketball. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> that's it. That's all Dickie V's doing. And he's getting paid well for that. And you mean to tell me the players that are putting this practice time and traveling and thousands of miles away from their family and friends can't even profit? So you basically, it's like you asking somebody to go to work for you and you're telling them, okay, yeah, we're going to pay you, but you can only spend this money in this establishment here in this school. That's what a scholarship is. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you know, we're going to bring you in. We're going to give you a full ride, room and board. Cool. But that doesn't really reimburse you for your time and effort that you've been putting as a part of being on this team. Imagine you go to work, Coles, and they say, yeah, we're going to pay you every two weeks, but you can only spend this uh, money here at work at Fidelity. <laughs> How would you feel? You wouldn't like it. <laughs> exactly. So I don't understand why... This is ruffling some people's feathers. Is saying that it's gonna taint the sport and people are gonna go to the school with the most money. P- people are already doing that. <laughs> when it comes to college basketball, you, where you where where you, where you going? UNC, Duke, Kentucky, mm-hmm. all these blue chip programs that have money for hundreds of years now. It, it's it's just now with social media that we've realized you don't have to go to these big schools to get noticed. Because mm-hmm. as long as you put a footage and a mixtape together, somebody's gonna find you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have the uh, Damian Lillard, the Kawhi Leonard's that went to lower schools and still became stars in the NBA. But that's not necessarily the case. So for people to say, oh, it's going to become a money grab, it already is. Why is the FBI doing investigations on the NCAA <laughs> if it's not a money grab already? Facts. <laughs> let me, let me, <laughs> no, that's a great point. Come on. Let me nonsense. Let me ask a question, though, because um, they, they kind of alluded here that being that it's only in California, and you, you kind of mentioned that you know it's kind of ridiculous that it is only in one state. So they're saying, being that it is only California that passes bill, that it kind of gives California schools an unfair recruiting advantage. How do you feel about that? Other states step up. <laughs> it ain't California's fault that they want to be progressive. Other states got to step up. That's all it comes down to. I don't, I don't feel no way about it. If you see the competition is doing something that's benefiting them and is, and is helping them get more students, you as a school need to be doing the same thing. That's it. 
It's capitalism until it's not. <laughs> you're right. Yes, yeah, you're right. When the benefits the disenfranchised, oh, whoa, 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 what's going on yeah, here? How was that be don't like that? <laughs> yeah, like, like why the little people eat? Whoa, yeah, right? <laughs> y'all dipping into our funds. When the, when there's big money getting money, oh, you know this is our capitalist freedom. Come on, guys, stop it. The jig is up. Yeah, we know what time <laughs> it is. Like the jig y'all is want up. free labor, and we not giving y'all that no more. We getting too smart for that. All right, um, I think uh, we'll leave that right there, and I think we will take our first time out, and we will be back with our next segment, man. Nigga, I ain't here to play with ya. Every single nigga with me got a K with a man. My niggas pulled up in like eight sprinters, or my niggas pulled up with like eight bitches, or my dogs fuck with me cause I ain't with it. I'm on drugs, baby, I don't wanna lay with ya. I'm on drugs, baby, I don't wanna lay with ya. Yeah. I got said she was a dot dot. She gave me the drop to the spot, spin the eye block. But a 40 clock cock back, hit his snap box. And the whole time she was waiting in that drop top for me, and I'm trying to. What up, what up, what up? We are back. Past Their Prime Podcast in the building. Here to bring you the Past Their Prime segment. This episode 308. 508, I'm sorry. Wrong wrong show. That's that. I'm like, sheesh. I'm sorry. I'm, five. I'm, in the wrong, I'm on a whole wrong show. See, I'm... I'm I'm in so I'm in fantasy mode right now. Pardon me, people. <laughs> this is episode 502. <laughs> That's what we at. Episode 502, Past Their Prime Podcast. Talk to me, gentlemen. Past Their Prime segment. Who we got for the second episode, season five? Talk to me. Who going first? Um, you know what? Let me let me take let me take it from here. You know, because we'll continue with this California law. Really, who I want to address is Timothy Tebow, <laughs> boss. First of all, I've never seen a man have been able to try so many different things sports-wise. <laughs> <laughs> the man has failed at, at just about everything. Damn. He failed at being a quarterback. Damn. They put him on special teams. He failed at that. Then all of a sudden, he got the nice, cushy job as an SEC commentator with no previous broadcasting experience, nor do I think he went to school for communications to just be able to get that job. Cool. You do that. Then, for some reason, my Mets want to sign you and continue the sideshow and have you go play baseball after you haven't played since high school. So you've been able to fail upwards, not downwards. You've been able to fail upwards. And now you got the audacity, the gall to say that paying players is unprecedented and is going to ruin college sports. Excuse me, how are they going to be ruined by being able to profit off of their hard work? I come from the belief that if you put in work and you're one of the best, you should be paid that way. I feel like everyone in America feels that way. If I'm the best at something, I should be paid um, as the best in something. So why do we have these athletes who may be the best at what they're doing in their particular sport not be able to profit from it? I just don't understand it. Who, who, who wants to work for free? I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Like Nobody. <laughs> yeah, I just don't understand who wants to work for free willingly. Says, yeah, I'm going to work for free. Granted, I get it. If you're a, a self-made businessman, you may do things for free, but it's with the intention that down the line you'll be able to charge. I never know anyone that says, yeah, I'm doing this for free just because. <laughs> and it's work. I, I just never met that person. And I don't understand why we expect these college athletes to be that. So for that, I think Tim Tim Tebow, you need to, I don't know what you need to do, but you need to understand that, yo, bro, you've got a chance to do everything that you've wanted to do. Let these other guys that want to profit off their likeness and their hard work go make some money. Because last I checked, you never had an issue with money. So I don't want to hear you even comment on anything that has to do with money because you've never had that problem before. So it's not something that you even should have the basis or the qualifications to even talk about. So Tim Tebow, relax. <laughs> all right? I know you threw a game when a touchdown in a playoff game and you so won two chips in Florida, but ever since then, you ain't done much. And I don't even think you're even that good of a broadcaster <laughs> if we're keeping it all the way 100. He does sound wild cheesy, though, kind of like... Very cheesy. He sounds like everything is like status quo. Nah, bro. It, it, don't, it don't work that way. If these dudes want to make some money and California's allowing them to do that, then let them do that. I don't want you. I don't want to hear you complain or saying that it's going to tarnish the game and it's going to be about money. It's always been about money. Newsflash, if you didn't know. <laughs> That's why people keep, keep giving you a job because they think they can make money off you. You're not good. 
You ain't been good since you left Florida. So take your damn checks as a broadcaster and comment on something else besides these young kids getting paid. For that, you passed your prom. Mm. Bars. All right, as so eloquently put by E-Money, Tim Tebow, welcome to the past their prime uh, moratorium. <laughs> Coles, talk to me, past their prime. Who are who your candidate? Speaking of people taking, taking young people shine <laughs> on old man time, my kin, Mr. Dennis Coles, or as, people, as, you, as you know him as, Ghostface Killer. Bro, why do, I, why, do I, why do I open my title app up on Friday morning? Like, you know, my, my morning commute... I want to listen to some new music. I see do new album by Ghostface. Go, go, come on, bro. That, that's not new. It's new. It's new. Thirteenth LP. Who, who's asking for this? Go away. I, yo, I, yo. Every time I look up, I see another Wu Tang member pop up out of nowhere. I got Roach. Y'all just don't die. Y'all just do not go away. Y'all just keep giving us music we don't ask for. Like the TV show is lit. The 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 uh, Wu Tang on Hulu. I caught a couple episodes. Documentary on Showtime. Yeah. No, the documentary was fire. Yeah, and I, I caught up episodes. I like it. I haven't given a, I haven't gone my season my uh, episode by episode yet, but I caught up one episode. I liked it. Wait, I think you're talking about two different shows. No, the, two, the TV show. There's a TV show on Hulu right now. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I yeah. saw a documentary on Showtime. Okay, yeah. So I'm sorry, the TV show that was the one that Dave East is in. Yes, that's that, that one. Oh, okay. That's all right. I like that show. Do that. Mentor, you mentor, date. But why wouldn't he capitalize on yo? We hot right now. We got a TV show. His music ain't hot. I, I mean, I mean, I'm a hater. I've never like, I've never liked Ghostface Killer music personally. I thought he was the original mumbo, mumbo rapper, the original <laughs> talk about talk about nothing at all. I don't know what he was talking about when I was 18 years old. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? I ain't know. <laughs> yo, people. That's, 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 that's nothing is he mad. People act like mumbo rap just started. Nah. Ghostface is making up words for us since like 1994. <laughs> like, yo, you're 49 years old, bro. Go away. Go away. No one's no one's asking for no one's asking for this LP. No one's asking for the music from you. Who who, who, who are you featuring? I don't want to see no young young dudes on this. On this, on this you know this. there's gonna be. I don't want to see it. You know there's gonna be. A I don't want to see Ghostface. I don't want to see Ghostface featuring Tory Lanez. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Go on. Let me look at this real quick. Ghostface, of course, you got all your old dude with you. Capadonna, Method Man, Inspector Deck. I don't know who do you, like, who the song? Oh, where he have Wu Tang on the album? Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have the squad. Like that, that makes sense. Oh, y'all go away. Chill, they here. Nah, man, we ain't here for that. Your, your time is over. No, I'm, no, I really blame Chan Taylor for putting you on the remix. <laughs> That's what I really believe. That's what, that's what I really blame here. We, I forgot about you. I think you forgot about, about rap music. And then she asked you to come to remix, and you was like, know what? I mean, I mean, let me get another run real quick. Was he also on my beautiful dark twisted fantasy? That was a while ago. Yeah. That was a while ago, though. That was a minute ago. So why are you hating on my son? I think he was like, at that point he was like forty five. <laughs> All right, you you got it then. <laughs> so at forty nine is the cutoff. No, it is. Like like like, like we talked about off, off the air. It was like, no, he only he only seven years older than two chains. And but you gotta rap then rap younger. You were here rapping like you fifty five. <laughs> you only you forty nine, but in rap age you eighty four. <laughs> in the rap world, you yo, old. Because, like, yo, there's guys, there's, like, you guys, I, I would think that 22 year old don't even know who you are. Like, a 22 year old kid from, like, Chicago, who the hell goes to Unless they do their research, which yeah, I'm pretty sure they're they not. Don't. So they, don't. Right. they don't. They don't. They don't. You might actually be right about that. They don't. No, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming the average rap fan is not aware of who Ghostface Killer is at this point. And people his age, they don't even have a title. They don't, know, they don't know what app is. Like, well, my cousin Chris don't have a title. Like, you don't. Your, your families don't even use titles. Don't use ads. They don't use Spotify. They use YouTube probably. They probably look at your. They probably, look at your, they probably watching your, your your album on YouTube still. I can't do that because <laughs> there are a lot of older cats that are still tech savvy, and like Charlamagne the God swears Ghostface Killer is one of his favorite rappers. So that's Charlamagne no nothing. His, his uh, demographic. I know, right? Charlamagne. Yo. Yeah, there's not much I listen to Charlamagne unless he's talking about mental health. Like when he talks sports and other things outside of like. No, I, I was I was keeping the music. Music media. <laughs> I was keeping yeah, the music because that's, that, like, that's even his when he job. Says somebody's his favorite rapper. I don't believe that you know what you, who your favorite rapper is. Like I, I don't I don't believe that you know the music side enough to say that. Like, but you're a great interviewer. But I'll continue, goes. I mean, I'm done. That's about, that's about all I got to say about you, Dennis Coles. I'm going to quit by you. <laughs> I mean, I hope we are kin, but because if we are, I'll tell you face to face. Nah, this ain't it. Fine, you could make money elsewhere, other other, other venues. How? You know, 
His name still rings. When he been making music his whole life. We don't want make, your, name, your name rings. You can do something else. What you want him to do? Because if he do something else, you're going to clown him for that, too. Make appearances. <laughs> Sign appearances where? At a club? Yep. That's what he going to make appearances. You're not showing up. I'm not showing up, but, his, but my, my older cousins will. My older cousins. Funk Flex will show up. Funk will show up. Like He got older. He got an older crowd that still loves him. First of all, white people love Wu-Tang. You ask a white guy, a white guy who their favorite album, was, uh, favorite group of all time is Wu-Tang. I, 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 honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even listen to Wu Tang until I got to college, and all my white friends were like, "They love Wu Tang." I'm like, "Yo, white white people in general love old rap. They love old." Rap. You know, my boy uh, Marco, his entire playlist is like Inspector Deck and Big L. I'm like, "Bro, we in Vegas. I'm not trying to hear Big L right now. I'm trying to turn up. <laughs> I'm trying to turn up. Yo, wasn't trying to learn Ebonics. Yo, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's my. That's my. I, I don't want to take anyone, anyone, anyone air time up. That's my. That's my candidate." My kin, Dennis Coles, aka Ghostface Killer, killing, killing. My kin. <laughs> just cut it out, bro. Cut it out. So essentially, you just want him to retire. Yes, I want all you guys, like all you guys from the nineties, like DMX. Go, I mean, like, go away. Met the man. Keep acting. There's other venues to make money. No, nah, I still want to hear Method Man rap. Like, uh, yeah, I don't uh, mind. I don't, Method I don't Man all verse. Track, like, yeah. Method Man. I don't mind if he gets on the track. I forgot. I forgot how he rapped. I thought he was cheese. <laughs> cheese like 10 years ago you guys I'm a man cheese wax now you gotta chill I'm mad you with last name he did do a good job on uh, Deuce though my man Meth he's a good actor yeah you know, he's a very good actor he's a good actor yeah, very good actor he killed a performance with Mary at the um, MTV Awards yeah Did she performed or BT Awards that's like a classic all time hip hop song exactly I'm cool with that I'm cool if you if you performing your old music keep doing that that's timeless but I don't want to hear new music from you. Like that, that, now you take the jokes too far. Go to AC, <laughs> perform your old stuff, go wherever you want. So basically, you feel like Ghostface should just them and Wu Tang should just take these those first two albums on the road. That's it. Remaster your, your last your, your first album. Re- recapture that. Bring it, put, put that back out. All right. Let, let the let the young people. But you know what it is. I think as an artist, you're also in a different space, so you don't necessarily want to perform that. Anymore. Or rap younger, like Fat Joe, like 50 years old. He's still rap. He's still rap young. <laughs> like you don't have to rap like an old slave. Like Fat Joe be rapping too, low key. Yeah, like, low key. He, he be, always he got at least one hit for, for the summer. Oh, you feel me? Like that joint mm-hmm. that him and just drop with him and Cardi. Like, I like or, that. Or I use like, like I, I joked. I want. I, I joked. I don't want to hear Ghostface featuring Tory Lanez. But guess what? If I saw that. You listen. <laughs> I might listen to it. <laughs> you listen. If I saw a Ghostface feature, someone I actually want to hear with you, I might listen to that. But if I see Ghostface featuring Inspector Deck, I don't want. To, that's two old dudes. My <laughs> God, they killing me. Too old. Too much. Too much. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's a that's a fair burial. I'm not. I'm not even gonna hold you on that one. Typically, I'll say you jumped out the roof. But I mean, that's this is. New album from Ghostface in 2019. None of that. Just, what I just said didn't even make sense. Boy, like, <laughs> like, what, what I just said didn't even make sense. Like literally, like hot tub time machine type shit. But um, yes, Ghostface. Who did that one again? Timothy. <laughs> oh yeah, Mr. Tebow. I'm sorry. He he went in on Ghostface so much. I almost forgot. Yeah, no, Tebow's definitely the winner because I'm mad that he even had a rebuttal to these college getting paid. Like you weren't a college athlete in the same position, like. No, he said that he 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 never wanted to get paid and still wouldn't. And I said, okay, that's you. You're yeah, in the minority, he's boss. Foolish. Yeah, and, he's and I'm pretty sure your family is well exactly. off. I had a 40 acre exactly. farm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why you ain't want to get paid. Yeah, he didn't Probably mind about that. You uh. got you that kid on campus that always had things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. All right, fair enough, gentlemen. Uh, two solid candidates that uh, I think deservedly so uh, are joining some other PTP brethren uh, at Applebee's. Just make it a. 20 for 20. They, they all need to just go and eat. Buffet style. But uh, that's how we wrap it up. Episode 502 in the books. You can catch this episode up on the website, www.pastorprime5.com. As always, check Instagram and Twitter for the latest updates. Uh, sports-wise and podcast-wise and fantasy-wise, we got everything brewing. The season is back, man. Pastor Prime is in the back. We're in, the, we're in your face. We're in your air. We're everywhere. So keep hollering at us, man. I'm your boy, Johnny Dub. It's your boy, E-Money. Yeah. Coast. PTP, baby. Got the heater in the sock draw. Heater. She got the aquafina in the lock draw. Fuck with mine, you get stomped out. All right. If you don't get the pick, you get crocked out. Turn your ass to a hashtag. Let me find that you fucking off cash out. So you fucking off the PayPal. Gave for the DJ like eight miles. Call a beige like Golden State. 
She get on the perks and try to percolate Say she gon' stay a thought, she will thoughticate Shit on every song I do, I need potty train Tryna get up in that thought box She gon' cycle with the pot rocks Ten hoes in a drop top Big body Racks coming in non-stop